Welcome to All Me Podcast. Hello, and again, welcome back to another episode of All Me. If you're new, my name is Bria, and in this podcast, I freely talk about my new struggles uh, in life and just reflect on what God has been teaching me and looking forward to what God will be teaching me. So let's start off with the word paradox. So a paradox means, or paradox, is a a seemingly absurd or self-contradictory statement or proposition that when investigated or explained may prove to be well-founded or true. Paradox. Now, this word came to my mind um lately and i feel like it's always a an odd thing to say but it does seem like a lot more people are passing away um within these last couple of months and you know part of it is covid related um or just people having different health issues or just bizarre accidents um but Whenever I think about death, it's not ever really close to home, besides when my big mama passed away, which she had been sick for a very long time uh, with dementia. And so I feel like while it was very um, hard and tragic, she was finally laid to rest and I I personally feel like I didn't have to see her struggling anymore, suffering anymore. But um, death has been such like a very distant thing. There was at one point where I became like super, super overwhelmed with this is so, so deep to be starting off with. Sorry, but it's whatever. Um, There was one point like a couple of months ago where. I would really contemplate death and just trying to wrap my head around dying, Um, not even really thinking about how I might die, but just becoming overwhelmed with what comes after death um, immediately, Um, you know, going to heaven, going to hell that kind of thing, not even really like going to heaven or going to hell, but just like right when you die, what happens? And it's such a huge thing that like I had to stop myself or I was going to have a panic attack. Um, but just thinking about people and if you are a Christian um, and believing, you know, one of the scriptures that's very highly quoted is God leaving um, the group to save the one. You know, we are all important to him. Um, but I feel like it's been such a while since I've read my Bible. So just bear with me. Um, but I feel like while we're thinking about our mortality, um and seeing others' loved ones pass away or seeing, like, other people pass away, 
Um, again, the idea that it's tragic and it's sad, but it's not so close. And I don't know. I just had the idea of the battle between um, understanding that we are all individually important to God and he loves us like highly, like the love is ridiculous and it's no more, like it's not higher for one person than it is for another person. It's, It's level, it's a great love. But that doesn't mean we're exempt from death or we're exempt from tragedy. Um, and I feel like that that in itself is a paradox. On one hand, God is saying, I love you. Like this amazing, great love. But on the other hand, you're not exempt from pain. And it's like. I feel like in society, we, we our idea of love is trying to keep someone from pain. Um, and lately I'm realizing, I, I talked to my mom about it too. Sorry, I'm moving around, but I talked to my mom about it. And, and just with personal experience lately, love isn't trying to fix someone else's pain. I think true love is being there with them through the pain. And not, again, not trying to talk to them, not trying to fix them, uh, but just being present through the pain. Um, I feel like me personally, at a lot of times when I was younger, um, I would try to take away family members' pains and just pray like, Lord, give me the pain. Because I always felt like it was too heavy for, like, just, just seeing my family members in pain or just crying or whatever it was like okay well it's obviously too much for them to hold so lord give me some of it because i feel like i can hold it so that i don't have to see them in pain and that was a selfish reason for wanting it so that i wouldn't have to see them in pain um i feel I think that we can be, or I'll speak for myself, a lot of times it's awkward being around people that are hurting because it's like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And so our our instinct or my instinct is to try to make them feel better so then, so then I feel better about the situation or I feel better about being around them. Uh, and that's not love in its purest form um it's very selfish it's like i'm uncomfortable so i need to try to fix you so that i can not be uncomfortable around you um and if i'm not mistaken vulnerability is being uncomfortable with people um and with true love comes vulnerability So, yeah, I wish that I would have recorded when I initially had this thought. Maybe I'll do a podcast recording where 
during the week as soon as I have a thought I'll just record something and then the podcast will be a compilation of those random thoughts in in the moment of them coming into my head because I swear when I first thought about this I was like damn like that's such a crazy thought like we are God's precious lambs he loves us dearly he's planned out each and every one of our lives like he's He's in every moment. He's protecting us in every moment. He's guiding us in every every moment. However, we are not exempt from tragedy, from pain. We are a uh, mortal, like, both things are true. And I think a lot of times we forget that. A lot of times we think that we are exempt from certain tragedies, certain pains, certain frustrations, certain struggles, certain addictions, certain whatevers. Um, But again, at the same time, that doesn't make us any less than, that doesn't make God love us any less, that doesn't make God love somebody else more than he loves us because we're struggling with what it seems like more than what they're struggling with. His love is still the exact same. Um, so yeah, that was one of the first thoughts I had since recording last and figured I'd share if anybody else has ever thought about that or struggles with that or has something they want to add, uh, hit me up on Instagram. (laughs) I don't know if you can leave comments on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, but I just thought that was a, an interesting thought, um, Oh, another crazy thought. So I guess this episode is going to be a bunch of random thoughts that I had within the last week or so. (laughs) So at some point, um, I don't know what was going through my mind, but I wrote down having someone that wants you at the same time. Oh, because I think it was in the same line of a paradox. Okay, so uh, and an example would be the movie Matilda, if you've ever seen the movie Matilda. But what I wrote down was having someone that wants you at the same time of having parents that are eager to get rid of you. Um, that's like a, a paradox in itself or just a, a, an insane idea that I feel like could cause ridiculous amounts of trauma. Um, if you've seen the movie Matilda, it's about a girl. She's the youngest. I think it's just her and she has an older brother. And it's like, to use another movie as reference, it's like Harry Potter and his aunt and uncle and his cousin. Like, but they're his they're her parents and brother. And they strongly dislike her. Um Matilda has a gift though. Uh she has telekinesis. Um but even like before she figures that out, like her parents and her brother just do not care for her at all. Verbally abusive, um, neglectful, I would say. Like it's bad. And Matilda goes to a school where she meets Miss B, I believe is her t- teacher's name. Um, and in the in the movie, Miss B ends up like adopting her. And her parents are like, oh, yeah, we'll sign that because they're trying to get out of town. But um, 
the ending of the movie is like a happy ending because Miss B adopts her and she gets to live a happier life obviously and be loved and be wanted but it's like I wonder if like that just cancels out all the possible pain that she could have when she gets older I'm getting deep sorry y'all not sorry though um but like to really because I feel like at some point when she gets older she's gonna have a thought in her head like damn my parents my family my birth family really did not want me like they were happy to get rid of me and I feel like that's on some level that that'll that'll mess you up like a lot I don't know if anybody else has thought of that I'm sure there's there are people you know besides in the, in a movie in real life that have gone through a situation like that but I just wonder if and I I I don't think it's a bad thing if it if you know you being adopted or somebody stepping in and showing you that you are wanted or, or are loved but that not quite being enough as far as your trauma I don't think that that's a bad thing I think it's a a very real thing and I would expect it to be a normal response um that was just another random thought I had this these past couple weeks I feel like I've been more emotional um and just kind of all over the place but something else that I had thought about or been thinking about so today the past two weeks my sleep schedule has been like completely off I've been feeling like I don't know exhausted waking up exhausted being exhausted during the day having random spurts of or bursts of um energy to accomplish things and then needing like two days to recover from them like it's been bad and this morning I woke up and I was feeling super um emotional like I wanted to just break down and cry when I was driving into work um and to like just looking at myself and I once I got to work I kind of felt like I was overwhelmed with parts of myself that I don't recognize like that's how I wrote it down so I feel like I've grown a lot in the past couple of months like I've changed a lot in the past year um and I think it's all been good good changes um but now I'm at a point where it's like I almost like I don't recognize all of me and I don't know the the parts that I'm not I can't recognize I don't know if they're good parts that should stay or, or parts that need to go like I've picked up and I shouldn't have um an analogy so I feel like this last journey of this 
the not this last journey, but the journey that I've been on thus far has been in the wilderness, I feel like. Um kind of or not kind of, but getting into the wilderness, feeling comfortable with roaming in the wilderness, knowing that God is nearby, uh roaming too far, not hearing God's voice starting to kind of panic in searching for God in the wilderness. Um, I think finding him or him finding me, I don't think he finds me, like he's always there, but us reconnecting, I guess, <laughs> in the wilderness. And now I feel like I'm on the edges of the wilderness. Maybe I'm already out or maybe I'm still in 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 like the the outskirts of the wilderness, still within the trees, but I can see an open field, but I'm scared to go out into the open field because um, I can see myself or maybe I've caught a reflection of myself in a river or something nearby. And I got some, I don't know, newness. Maybe some of it's dirt on me that needs to be cleaned off. Maybe it's some scars that are going to be permanent. Um, I don't know. There's just things that I feel are on me, attached to me, a part of me that I don't know. And lately, my anxiousness, I've been questioning a lot, I think, a year or so ago, maybe a little bit more, I would have considered my anxiousness as a sign that whatever I was doing was wrong. And now I'm like, I have anxiousness because what I'm doing is new. It's a new experience. So I don't have a, not a moral compass, but I don't have a, um, Maybe I don't have discernment concerning it yet, or I don't know. There's just not a famili familiarity there, and I think we get uneasy when we're not in a place where we know everything or we're comfortable or it's recognizable, and a lot of times we can take that feeling for, oh, well, this must be wrong because of how I'm feeling right now, like I'm feeling bad about it. And so that's where I'm at right now. Trying to get used to who I'm seeing in the mirror, seeing who I'm seeing in my reflection. Um, so yeah, I felt like this warning, it was, I, I, I could have poured out so much more, but now that I'm saying it, it's like, a couple of sentences compared to what I thought was going to be like a couple of pages if I would have written it out. But I'm sure in the moment I probably would have had a lot more to say. Um, what was crazy though is like in the midst of me feeling this way, as soon as my students came in for first period, it was like a switch came on and I just felt instant joy. And 
and these transitions to these random topics are probably horrible, but I don't care. <laughs> this is how my brain works at this point. Um, but yeah, it was like an instant switch came on, and I immediately felt full. Like, like yes, I'm tired, but it was like during the day when I have my students, I feel so energized and so full and as soon as I had that feeling I was just like thank you Lord for putting me in a place to where I could get fulfillment like I could get joy you know whether I have whether it's a bad day you know with a group of students or whatever I genuinely love what I do and it's fun for me and it energizes me like it fills me up this is something that fills me up and that's exciting for me because I I know I have a bad habit of constantly pouring out and in, in not filling myself up or not even knowing what I need to do to fill myself up and just doing a bunch of not doing a bunch of random stuff but just thinking that like oh I need to go and buy more of this for myself or I need to go in and sleep or just whatever but to like genuinely find what fills me like that it felt amazing this morning I was so thankful for that thank you Lord I was very grateful for that yeah um, I came across a song by an artist named Jacob Collier, and it's free- featuring um, Rhapsody. Uh, if you've never heard of Jacob Collier, I would look up his Tiny Desk performance. It is beautiful. He is an amazing uh, singer, musician. His ear is just ridiculous. He reminds me of, um, what's that man's name that sings, is it Attention? I forget what that song is called. But anyway, Jacob Collier. The song is called He Won't Hold You. And it's such a beautiful song. Um, He says that he wrote it during quarantine. Um, But it made me think of God. And part of the lyrics is, um, he won't hold you. I think he says he won't hold you like I will. And let me look up the lyrics. Uh, it it just it, it really really spoke to me, and especially because right now like I feel lonely. Like I would like someone to be here to hold me, to be here to talk to, to be here to chill with. Um, all of that. I feel like I my emotions go on and off when it comes to that no I wouldn't say they go on and off I think 
I think I'm happy where I am, but there are just moments where it's like, it would be nice to have somebody there. Um, but this song made me think of, um, I don't know, the music, the feeling of it. It just, it made me think about a lot of things. Yeah, he says he won't hold you like I do. He won't bring out the love in you. And then it just goes into a bunch more beautifulnessness. But that song really, it helped calm me down a lot this morning. Uh, and it brings me peace too. There was this video with this guy playing song association um and this he was singing a John Mayer song and he was talking about how there is all types of music and that it's not just worship music or music that's deemed worship music or gospel music or Christian music that you can reach God through and um, this song makes me think of that like whenever I hear it I imagine like reaching out for God and God reaching out for me so yeah check the song out um to keep from rambling, I'm going to go ahead and end it now. I'm tired. It's 9.47. I'm pretty sure you're tired of hearing my headphones scrape up against my pillow. If you are, sorry. I don't really care, though. Maybe one day I'll get a mic and get a little setup somewhere in my apartment uh, so that you don't hear the AC. There's no echo. You don't hear me crumpling around in my bed or rolling in my desk chair. But until that happens, continue enjoying all of the extra noises that you hear. Uh, oh, before I go, I, I completely forgot. I wanted to mention how, because of the uh, pandemic, because of the BLM movement, because of a lot of things, I have been exposed to a lot of uh, cultural, a lot of different cultures in podcasts, music, um, content in general, like a lot of different cultures and ethnicities. And I'm so, 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 so grateful for that. Um, I don't know if y'all know of the... There's like a bunch of YouTubers. They have the Beta Squad. They have, um, oh, what's that man's name? KSI, who fought Logan Paul. Um, he's a part of a group. Um, Sidemen, like their content is hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Um, there is another group of guys that I found on Instagram. Let me see if I can find them really quickly. But it's a group of Hispanic guys, and they just talk about their different life experiences. I think two of them are brothers. Um, 
isimopod. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that incorrectly. I-S-I-M-O podcast. Um, but they're really, really funny. And some of the stuff that they talk about is, uh, culturally is really relatable for me. One of the things that stuck out and then when I went on a binge and watching their um, Instagram reels and stuff about their podcast, um, they were talking about how they would get made fun of by their uncles or by their tios because uh, they may, maybe didn't speak Spanish in the same type of accent or they didn't know Spanish as well. Um, and I think they're, they live in El Paso right now, but just the idea of like being because of how you were raised, you'll have cultural differences from either the people of your ethnic background or the people of your family um, and how that's hard to transition into sometimes. But yeah, that was good. Uh, last movie I watched was Gigli, spelled like Gigli, but it's pronounced Gigli, like really with J-Lo and Ben Affleck, older movie, love the movie, uh, romance, cheesy, but very good, enjoyable, check it out if you want to, and I'm gonna call it, good night y'all, thank you for listening to me rambling, this wasn't the best episode maybe, but I hope I talked about a couple things that'll have you thinking, and uh, yeah, I'll catch you next time on All Me Podcast, bye. Has anyone else ever felt stuck or is currently feeling stuck um, where they are at? That's how I feel right now. Um, I've mentioned before, um, I felt like these past couple of years have been like my my wilderness season. Um where I've done a lot of unlearning. I feel like God has been very gracious and he's given me this space to kind of discover myself in the rawest, um, or discover the rawest part of myself. Like the, yeah, just like the unlearning of all the things that I felt like I should do as a Christian. I should be as a Christian woman, how I should present myself, um, the things that I should like. I feel like God has given me the opportunity to kind of get dirty and get grimy and figure out all the things that I enjoy doing or realizing that the things that I enjoy doing are not wrong as long as I'm not idolizing them. Um, and so that's kind of like the these past couple of years, maybe last two years, um, that's where I felt like I have been. And it's been wonderful. I've learned a lot about myself, but I feel like right now I'm stuck. So, um, yesterday was Sunday. I went to church and I hadn't been in a couple of weeks. I'd say about a month. I started going to this church, um, nearby and I'm, I'm enjoying it I'm not like as involved as I was before but that's kind of beside the point so I've been going to this church and I've also been going to this woman's bible study 
And um, last week, what did we talk about last week? I'm sitting in my car. I'm on my conference break during work. So sorry if you're hearing noises in the background. So last Monday, we talked about leadership and humility. Um, and like our verse was First Peter 5, 6 through 7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And the takeaway for me, there was one thing that I wrote down. Let me see if I can find it. Um, okay, so there was one question. Um, it was like, for personal thought, have you ever personally experienced God giving you grace when you humbled yourself? If so, what was that like? And so I wrote, God gave me grace when I came to the realization that being quiet and serving to belong was not how he wants me to lead. And he began putting me, once I realized that he began putting me in various leadership positions um, so that I could learn and develop as a student. And I think in turn, be a better leader. And I've always felt like um, in order to be a good leader, you have to be willing to um, be led and to follow, um, but not in a way where not following just so that you can get attention, like following because that is like what you are to do in that moment. Um, and just keeping God in mind the entire time, not keeping in mind, um, not having, you know, approval in mind by the people that you are serving in that time. Um, and so, I feel like I've kind of not kind of I feel I I've come out of I've come to that this realization and um I am and I think I've always seen these different roles that God is wanting to put me in um not even necessarily in leadership roles but just positions that I never would have considered myself being in just because I always saw myself as um, someone that is just serving quietly, not realizing that I can serve and, and, and still be in, you know, certain positions. Um, I hope that made sense. Um, but I had to come to the realization by unlearning all the things that I, you know, felt like I needed to do before. And so that's what I was mentioning before. So now I I feel like I'm on um, the edge of the forest. And I think I just need I need to read more about it. I know I, I heard um, a Sarah Jakes Roberts um, sermon once about um, being in the wilderness and um this sunday our um the guy that was speaking he was talking about um was he he was he also was talking about leadership um and then this uh audio bible chronological podcast i don't know if you guys have ever heard of that um but they were also talking about it as well but, you know, you're going into the wilderness to fast and to pray um, and then coming out of that changed 
um, and more focused. And so in that case, like I see some parallels with where I've like, I, cause I feel like I, I've kind of have been in a wilderness, like in a grimy place, but I don't necessarily know that it was to the extent of fasting and praying. Um, I definitely feel like my focus has shifted from it. Um, and so I just, I need to study more on, on that, that particular part of it. Um, but my point of this is I feel like I am stuck like on the outskirts of this wilderness and that God is trying to bring me out of it, but I'm now comfortable where I am. And like, there's always lessons learned in your different seasons. Um, and then you take what you've learned and you turn it into knowledge and you keep going. And so I know that my wilderness time hasn't, isn't bad, but now I'm starting to feel the effects of not being able to, um, reach my fullest potential in certain, in certain, um, not in like the overall life's potential, but just within certain things that I want to accomplish and I want to do. Like I said, I have, I feel like God is bringing me opportunities and different projects to do, um, to my mind and, but I can never like fully flush them out. And it could also just be because um, it's not fully time yet. And so he's only giving me parts of it. But I also feel like I'm only getting parts of it because I'm not in a position yet to handle all of it. Like I'm not disciplined enough yet um, to handle all of it. But just to make sure that I don't miss anything I wrote down I think I like the wilderness more I came out and I had a panic attack and I ran back in there are things God has been willing to present to me here in the wilderness um oh I lost my place present to me here but I can feel the pull of things um that he is calling me to out of the wilderness and so it's <laughs> I keep thinking of that TikTok where um the audio where it's like it can barely get out <laughs> like that that's what I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm on the edge of the forest and I'm just like lord <laughs> it's nice in here like and I that's what it is too like it's it's I I get so comfortable isolating myself. I get so freaking comfortable isolating myself. And then I get so attached. And I think this is something that I'll always struggle with. Like um, trying to find a home and make a place my home and not wanting to leave. And I I think... I think physically I've done a really good job of um, recently of, I don't know what I'm trying to say. 
I feel like I've I've done a really good job of making the space that I'm in currently physically a home. Um, if anything, I'm working towards making every space that I am in enjoyable so that it helps me maintain and um, what's the word? I think it's really just maintain like the, these different spaces and not get um, complacent or um, not take advantage of the blessings that God has given me. Um, like having a car, like having an apartment, um, having my own classroom and different things like that. But I think spiritually, I am so comfortable where I'm at that God's truth rubs me the wrong way sometimes. Like, and Bible study and different things that I read, convictions that I feel, I'm just like, no that mm-mm. like let me just remain like it it's gone from being in the wilderness and learning so not necessarily survival tactics but being in the wilderness learning how to um learning how to be in that space so that I can take what I learn and carry it on to now I'm like nah I like being here too much and I'm about to be a mountain woman and I'm I'm, I'm never coming out and I'm just gonna sit in my filth and roll around in the dirt and like it's turning into that and like yes hooray I'm coming to the realization but also um what is it going to take for me to um come out of it and I think a lot of it has to do with relationship um the only friends that I have are work friends and they've been friends that I've made in the wilderness and I wonder if I wonder if those relationships are meant to end or if boundaries are now going to have to change because I do want to start pursuing God a lot more than I have been the past couple of years. Um, and so like Easter Sunday is coming up and I haven't really been to an Easter service in I don't know how many years now probably three years and you know having friends coming in and and wanting to like go out and have fun with them but also also Good Friday service and like different things and like what am I willing to sacrifice to keep those friendships where they're at when they probably do need to change Um, and I feel like I've had different hints of if they're, if they're true friends, then they'll understand the season. And there's been different moments where I've been able to have, um, God conversations with these friends and be like, it's, it's so crazy. Like be super transparent, be so real and still be so real, like, as far as the conversation about God and our relationship with God and how we're growing and how we're learning and our convictions and different things. And so, but I, but I want something more than just my work friends yesterday or no Saturday. Um, there was like a group of, a group of people and I knew that they were Polynesian because I could hear them speaking pigeon and, um, their music and all that stuff. But I was just like, dang, like, I miss being around family or miss being around 
miss having a community, specifically church community from when I lived in San Marcos, where it was like, hey, we're all going to go to the river or like we're barbecuing. Anybody can come over. Like, I miss that. And I was like sitting in my apartment with the windows open, listening to their fun. It was just like, Lord, I really do miss that. But I'm also not the person to just like walk up to a crowd of people and be like, hey, can I join you? Because the minute they look at me like, no, then I'm like, dang, okay, I'm going to... And then I'm out of the way. <laughs> I need to stop watching TikToks. Um, but I, I, I'm like at the point now where I crave that. And I think that's going to help. Um, that's going to help discipline me in all the things that I want to do with God as far as um, staying consistent with my women's Bible study and staying on track in our lesson book and um, reading the Bible every day or at least listening to, you know, the daily audio audio Bible and um, staying on top of my lesson plans and on top of my work and making sure that those things are taken care of ahead of time so I'm not anxious the night before and I'm not staying up super late and like that's something else that I've realized and I've I've known this for a while probably since last summer but I do a lot better when I'm surrounded by people like I'm more consistent I'm more um disciplined I have a better routine that's healthy not necessarily a routine that like as soon as I mess up that routine now I'm like down on myself but like a really good routine when I am with someone or when I'm staying with someone or when I'm just like surrounded by community and the the best example I have of that is when I um lived with my friend Mara and like I would get up that morning and I you know shower brush my teeth read my bible have breakfast you know go to work come back we would hang out do something go outside like I I felt I genuinely I think I felt my healthiest in the beginning parts of us living together in that relationship and I miss that like I miss I miss that part of community like because it brings that when it's when it's good community it, it brings that and I miss it and so, um, yeah, if anybody else is, you know, in the same boat that I'm in, you're not the only one. I'm figuring it out along the way. Um, it's, it's, I can't even say that it's hard because God is just like being so transparent with me and I'm just like, from from the shade of the trees in the wilderness i'm 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 looking at all that he's revealing to me and i'm like yeah that looks nice over there lord but how how are you gonna bring me out of this because i i i i truly feel like it is like what i wrote down like as soon as i step out of the wilderness it's an immediate immediate panic attack because i can go i go back to um okay, but how, how, how will I look coming out of this place and transitioning? How will I look to others? How will I look to the people that I've met while in the wilderness? How will I look to the people that I meet coming out of the wilderness? Like it's that immediate panic attack of, okay, what, what do I bring with me? What do I leave behind? What if I bring with me things that I'm supposed to leave behind? Like, as if God wouldn't 
continue to walk with me through all of it. But uh, it's a lot, man. It's not a lot. I, I feel like I don't feel heavy. Like I don't feel burdened or like this is just um I can't move on unless this is figured out like I don't feel like you know what I mean I just feel like this is something that I'm that maybe it'll happen over the summer and and maybe that's why God is really like showing me what it is now because things are getting ready to move and I think too also because like some of the things that I that I'm wanting to work on I've had in my mind for years and they're the they are the ideas are becoming more and more clear and I'm um the the process to getting to um like the end result is becoming more and more clear and I feel um I feel more able to get there. Like, I feel like there's sometimes where we have ideas and it seems like so far-fetched, but now I feel like I'm in a position where they don't seem far-fetched. Like, um, how they're going to come about is just like unfolding. And I know it's all God, but it feels more attainable and I feel more willing to do the work to get there. I think the last time I was on here, I was saying, like, I struggle with having the idea and not wanting to go through the process to execute it. Um, and now God has, like, been building my confidence um, with different things. Um, and it, this teaching has really, um, what time is it? This teaching has really um, lifted, raised my confidence in myself and my ability to create. Um, I think I limited myself in just thinking that I would create art. And then, of course, I started my blog because I've always loved writing and that was something. And then, you know, this podcast now. But I think now, like, even on a different level... um, my, how I view myself and my ability to create is a lot different than what it was before. I see see myself doing so much more, um, doing greater things compared to my, my mindset beforehand and thinking, oh, that would be nice, but that, like, that would, you probably aren't going to do that. Like, you're not going to get there. Um, and it's crazy how God just kind of inadvertently, I guess would be the word, it builds you up and prepares you and prepares your mental state, your mindset. Um, because if you're, I feel like if, if you're not mentally there, then what is the, why would he put you physically there if you're just going to doubt yourself the entire time? And so you have to be in a position of, well, anything is possible with God, of course. But, like, I have no limits. 
besides what God doesn't want me to do and what he does want me to do. And even with that, like you are, you are, you're only limited by your imagination essentially. Um, and that's something that I try to teach my students too. There was one last thing. Cause I think I have 10 minutes before my next class comes. Um, I think it was just on the note of, um, patience and realizing um, that patience for other people can go a long way. I have, um, so like kind of going back to get wanting to stay in my comfort zone. I had, I had a student, I currently have a student. The student that I had uh the last conversation I had with her before she she ended up suspended and a whole bunch of stuff but the last conversation I had with her was about she said she felt stuck and it was really just like bad behavior and just wanting to be around what she's familiar with um and and knowing that she needed to do better but feeling stuck where she was and I told her it's going to be hard because you're used to what you're used to and it'll it'll either happen now or it'll happen later on but it's going to be hard and you're going to struggle and that was like the last serious conversation I had with her and then I have a student right now who this is my second year having her I had her in art class last year and now she's in my eighth grade avid class I'm avid excel class and it's the same thing with her. She's not outright disrespectful. It's just she doesn't try. And I'm not exactly sure why. But it's like every time that we talk, it's like she's trying to like reassure me maybe that she's trying. And she'll just be like, um, Miss, I'm going to do my work and I'm going to take care of it. And I'm just like, okay. And at this point, I'm like, I kind of don't ask anything of her class-wise because for the most part, I know that she won't do it, but she'll still like come. And I don't know, maybe my attitude towards it, towards her needs to change because God doesn't stop asking things of us. I think we just tune him out a lot of the time. Um, But... I need to work on that too. Like God has ridiculous patience patience with us when our lives here on earth is very limited. And so yeah. Um before I go new movies, shows, um Jujutsu Kaisen, only one season out right now. Phenomenal. Fighting scenes are amazing. Um, the movie came out, I think last month movie was amazing too. And I'm excited for the second season, even though I have to, I think it doesn't come out till next year. And then something happened with the, um, the production company. I think they like split up. God, it's hot in this car. Um, but yeah, nothing else. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode <laughs> of all of you podcasts. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.